Lights. Camera. Adaptations. Ever watched your favorite book become a movie and said, huh, well that certainly was a weird decision? Of course you have. Hollywood is constantly making changes for their adaptations, and this podcast aims to answer the question of why. Join host Emma Shannon and a different guest every month on Unnatural Selection, a new Moonshot Network podcast, as they talk about a film, its source material, and what makes an adaptation good, faithful, and less commonly, good and faithful. Check out episode one, coming to a podcatcher near you on February 15th. everyone i'm andrew i'm marn and this is the argonauts podcast every two weeks i fail to solve an ARG, and marn tells me what i should have done instead that's right and this week we're doing a short one i'm excited i love a short one yeah uh we were talking about one that was emailed to us like a year ago uh that we hadn't yet gotten around to so you know we do we do read our emails sometimes <laughs> <laughs> we read our emails we promise <laughs> we've been the the problem is that we were like oh yeah we'll put it on the list we'll put it four down and then those four ended up being six part series about the olympics so yeah <laughs> uh well wonderful uh we're talking about arcana you sent me yes we were talking about arcana which was a indie arg run on instagram at like the very beginning of the pandemic it was Perfect. like May 2020, I think. And it only ran for a month. Okay. Well, I'm excited to see where this goes. You've said that it's about creepy dolls, demonic possession, and more. Uh, right in my wheelhouse. Uh, this, this episode <laughs> sponsored by the Pope's Exorcist in theaters soon. God. Marn, um, I got some questions that came in for us. Yes. Uh, this one came in. Uh, this is from Absolutely Bees. Uh, who says, do you have a favorite creepy doll or creepy doll trope? Do you do you like, uh, I know that you're, you like all sorts of horror. Do you like doll horror? I am not a huge like aficionado of doll horror. I will say that Alyssa and I recently watched the like the Chucky TV show that's been coming out and it's pretty damn good. I enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> I didn't know there was a Chucky TV show. I did, when, when did they start doing that? uh i think like two years ago there's two seasons out and i know they're doing a third one okay it's good i i enjoyed it <laughs> good i my thing is i don't like i don't like dolls i don't like masks i don't like dead eyes so mm-hmm. uh i'm 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 worried to get into apparently a doll arg uh, <laughs> do you do you have a favorite creepy doll is it chucky for you i think it might be yeah i i don't really know any other creepy dolls I was I was gonna say, are there more? There's what Annabelle? Yeah, hold on, ha- haunted dolls, haunted doll <laughs> characters. 
I will say Haunted Doll Watch was always my favorite sleeper segment yeah, that's of, true. Uh, of, uh, <laughs> of the Mabim Bam back when I listened to that. The thing is that Annabelle and the Annabelle movies look scarier than like the real doll that she's based on. Yeah, they made they <laughs> they they yesified the Annabelle doll. <laughs> or I guess a noified, is that noifying it to make it look worse and creepier? Yeah. I guess uh I guess there's the puppet from Saw. You know, I never really thought of Jigsaw as a puppet. I always just thought like he's a little guy. Yeah, no, he's he's a puppet. I I knew that <laughs> I, intellectually. I knew that, <laughs> but dramaturgically, he's just a little guy. <laughs> Alyssa and I got into an argument recently because she didn't believe me that uh, the the saw puppet wasn't something that they added like in the later sequels. She was like, "There's no way he's in the first one." Like we watched it; that was not the tone <laughs> of the movie. I was like, "No, he's there." yeah the (laughs) saw such a weird series because like the first one isn't the like torture porn that the later ones devolved into right yeah the first one is like a like a low budget thriller yeah basically and then three later they're just like chop off your own arms to get make a hot dog in order to get through this puzzle yeah you never tip your hot dog staff. Now we're going to turn your tips into hot dogs. <laughs> but the puppet definitely is there in the first movie. <laughs> and he does ride a tricycle. <laughs> Very key. The puppet is there. Okay. So is Jigsaw... Jigsaw... Jigsaw's my guy then. <laughs> I think in one of the prequel movies, like, you see him making the puppet as well. I haven't watched them. I just, like, have seen that somewhere. <laughs> He's just like, no, this is going to be sick. <laughs> It's going to go to a whole nother level. He's sitting there stitching arms together. Oh, my God. Uh, Perfect. Uh, (laughs) We also get Piper, uh, who writes in and says, what are your thoughts on Instagram as a medium for ARGs? Um, We haven't really covered that many ARGs that use Instagram as their primary medium, I don't think. Just like the Adult Swim ARG? I think was the... Was the Christmas ARG Instagram? Oh, that's themed? right. Yeah, the gift was Instagram. I yeah. I so I don't I don't have an Instagram account, and I don't want like when I when I think of social media, Instagram is just like the lowest yeah. on my priorities uh-huh. of ways to interact. Um, so I don't really have any thoughts or usage other than just like if someone says, "Here's an Instagram ARG," I'm just like, "Oh, you all have fun with that." Call me when we're on Discord, I guess. Yeah, I do not check Instagram ever unless, literally, unless there is like an ARG that I'm interested in that I'm like, oh, God damn it, I gotta like log in and message an Instagram account for this. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I won't even do it if it's on Instagram because I, I, I have Instagram on my phone. I do not log into it. <laughs> I, yeah, Instagram is. It always feels, it's like, to me, it's too close to Facebook, which is too close to me as a person that interacts with my family. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a, there's a, like a, I don't know, on the sliding scale of social media between, like, LinkedIn on one end to Tumblr on the other end of, like, 100, 0% to 100% Gremlin social media, right? Mm-hmm. 
Instagram is closer to LinkedIn, which is not where I typically want to be interacting with an ARG. I agree. I I have like an article open about like this ARG and the creators apparently like did it primarily on Instagram because they wanted to avoid like the pitfall of people like thinking that they had to like go out and do something uh to like solve a puzzle <laughs> i guess because it was like the pandemic and also they just wanted to kind of limit their scope yeah that makes sense so i no, guess i it, i, I, I oh, guess it does help in that way where you're like okay everything is like you do not need to look like past this particular platform to like find a clue that's interesting yeah i guess instagram does feel a lot more insular than something like um i think tumblr kind of feels the same way where i feel like i I don't have to leave the platform it should just be in the tumblr post but something like twitter or um even youtube or uh tiktok i kind of feel like those would be something that i should feel like i could look outside of the actual posts themselves to find stuff that's an interesting idea but i think it makes sense Yeah, I agree. Well, cool. Yeah, so this was... So Arcana was uh, self-funded by, like, a bunch of people in sort of the, like, indie horror and, like, immersive theater space. So, like, one of the... uh, One of the writers uh, who, like, worked on Dispatches from Elsewhere worked on it, um... Like, it it was worked on by, like, a couple escape room people. Uh, the, like, short, like, this short horror film studio that is, like, run by Danny Elfman's daughter uh, worked on, like, the video for it. And there was, like, an immersive theater troupe that helped out. Um, which is very interesting. It It, like, feels high budget, but it was, like, entirely, like, not sponsored and, like, self-funded by all of these small studios. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and it was it was emailed to us by uh, someone who worked on it, which was nice of them. <laughs> oh, cool. That's awesome. Yeah. They were like, hey, our, our website has like the full walkthrough on it if you want to cover it. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> um, I absolutely do. I, I love a full walkthrough. <laughs> yeah. It's it's cool that they, they have the full walkthrough on the website. Because um, I, I think it was originally they kept it updated so that people could catch up and just like jump right into it, which was nice. Mm-hmm cool that's really smart and um yeah so the the website for people who want to check it out is just arcana-game.com uh and it has a little blurb on the front that's like here's our walkthrough if you want to just like experience the game through like the instagram and going back through the post in the beginning like go to like here's where you need to go here's where you can go to like see our creator talk back Here's our like the video of the alternate ending that you guys could have picked. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, you don't want to let that, you know, we filmed it. I don't want to let it go to waste, you know? Yeah. So is this a game that you could still if you just went to uh whatever the handle is at Arcana at Instagram, um, could you just like if you scrolled down to the very bottom, closed your eyes so you don't see any spoilers, could you solve it going back? I believe so. Yeah. Like, I think if you, I think if you went on the main, like, Instagram account, you could technically just go through all of them in chronological order and, like, solve 
all of it yourself. Cool. What uh, what is the uh, what's the what is the Instagram uh, uh, that it people is are using for this? Jade's in town. Um, there are like a couple other accounts, but that was the main one. Okay. Well, we'll definitely have a link to that, and uh, so go 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 solve uh <laughs> Instagram puzzle, and then come back and listen to more. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to give a disclaimer before we get too far into it. Uh, this arg is like vaguely has some historical fiction elements that deals with like crimes that actually happened, um, which we're not gonna dig too far into because we're not a true crime podcast. <laughs> huh? Okay. Yeah. That's a okay. Interesting. Yeah. We'll, there are, we'll get there. There are a couple plot points that are, that are like a famous murder that actually happened is like relevant to this game. <laughs> interesting okay yeah so early so pre like there was a little pre-experience lead up uh flyers got like posted with the uh arcana game.com website uh with the phrase providence awaits hidden on them okay and uh the website had like the rules for participation and the jades in town instagram uh, which was the Instagram of a young artist named Jade, uh, whose she's bio, in town. she's in town. Uh, her bio says that she is an artist and that it says out of character. Jade is an in-game character from Arcata. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I'm always torn on like, I don't know, immersion breaking things like that in arcs. I get it. And it is an, an important, good thing to have, but I'm also like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I'm kind of like, if you, if, like, your primary method of getting here is through the website that is like, hey, this is a game, here are the rules for participation, like, I think you're good. Yeah, that's kind of where I am, too. Um, And Jade says that she she's back online for the first time in three years, um, and she posted a video update saying, uh, like, hey, this, this, like, person I used to live with. Uh, named Robin is gone and she's like left me with like a bunch of boxes of art supplies um, that I don't know what to do with. Uh, then she posted an update that said like, all right, I'm going to like dig into all of these boxes in our attic and like try to make some art out of them and like feel better. Yeah. Uh, and then week one, she posts that she has had uh a nightmare about walking alone at, on a street at night and a shadow was following her. Um, and no matter how far she walked, it followed her and she couldn't see it clearly from her perspective. Uh, she said, I'm going to make art of this dream later today and maybe you can help me figure it out. <laughs> uh, and she made a there's, piece there's, of... There's always... I, I, I One of the things that keeps popping up for me is like looking at the ways that creators have to interact with an audience is something I think a lot of as like a Twitch uh, person and as, I mean, as a podcaster too, but um, so much stuff I feel like when you're talking directly to an audience can come off feeling like Dora the Explorer. Yeah. Where you're just like, can you see the shadow people in my drawing? <laughs> like, I don't know. There's something about the tone that's just, and I'm I'm sure that I'm talking about like, I don't know. I know that it's in a recap form, but it is a little bit like, 
I don't know. It's interesting the way that you have to kind of like lead the nose on ARG players sometimes and just say like, here's where we're getting into things. Like, let's lead you directly into it. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you because the caption for the, the actual piece of art is, so this is art I made of my dream last night. Limited materials, but it captures a certain something. What do you think it means? DM me if you know. <laughs> and like uh, Slender it, Man, no. Slending. <laughs> slender Man, no. And so it's like a it's like a mixed media piece of a like shadow person standing under a lamp post. Uh and players found that if you looked at the shadow from a certain perspective, you could see the word fox hidden inside of it. Uh what do you mean they, from a certain perspective? I don't know. It says close up from an unusual perspective. I hmm. guess you have to like tilt the image a certain way and look at it. Sure, I've seen stuff where you can like tilt a monitor and it'll yeah. display a little differently just by how the light goes through. Because I can definitely see like there is stuff hidden in in that like piece of black fabric or whatever that is, but okay, it's hard to tell what like angle you have to look at it from. Um, and so they they DM'd that to Jade, and she said that she didn't know what it meant, but she felt that it foreshadowed something. Okay. Uh, and for the rest of the week, she uh, complained about uh, her feelings and being alone in the apartment, uh, and told stories of her past uh, with Robin. Uh, how they were both artists and Robin sold more of her pieces. Um, but Jade sold for more money because Jade uh, made art way faster and Robin was a perfectionist. Uh, and she made two more pieces of art based on her nightmares. Uh, one was like a beanie baby being like dissected. Okay. Uh, and it had, like, a letter grid inside of it, and it also had letters behind it. Uh, and the the letter grid in the, uh, in the Beanie Baby, uh, image had the word fate, uh, hidden in it. Okay, just, like, tucked into a paw? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then she made a collage of herself, um, and with the caption... Uh, like, hey, like, you found all of these different, like, oh, no, sorry, the Beanie Baby had death hidden in it, and then the the collage had fate hidden in it, because she posted it with a caption, like, hey, you guys found all of these, like, weird words in my other art, so I'm gonna post this one that I made after having a dream last night, and tell me if there's a word hidden in it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so they've gotten Fox, Fate, and Death. Uh, and Jade also, around this time, uh, got a DM that she posted from an account that, that was called Very Sly Uno uh, that said, Become honest with yourself and your blood. <laughs> okay. Uh, it said, Ugh, Creepster DMing me. Anyone know this guy? <laughs> <laughs> and uh they found that the account was like they they looked up this account that was dming her and they found that it was like totally empty okay you've seen those on twitter people that just use them to reply yeah 
Uh, meanwhile, she had also been posting selfies, and people began to notice that there were different baby doll parts hidden in all of her pictures around the apartment. That's just artists. <laughs> yeah, that's just artists. Yeah, I'm gonna say we can't come for that because you could take if you looked at all of my selfies, you'd be like, "What's with all the weird little stacks of trading card game cards and <laughs> random pieces of computers?" Don't don't worry about that. That's between me and my binders. Yeah, people are like, "Why do you always have like weird doll arms in the back of your selfies?" It's like she made an art of a flayed beanie, like a flayed beanie baby. What do you? Yeah, there's going to be doll art in some of these. <laughs> um, and they, they kind of slowly begin to notice that they all looked like they were from the same doll. Uh, so players started encouraging her to put the doll together. Um, okay. They are a bit charred, which is not something you see every day on a doll part. Or maybe it's just black ink or something, but they've got... Yeah, and so she, she posted a video and a photo, uh, and it... And found that the doll had the name Marion uh, written on it, which she, which Jade uh, assumed, uh, and and the players found through like some clever googling of the words Fox, Fate, Death, and Marion uh, was related to the murder of Marion Parker, which was a real life uh, kidnapping and murder case that happened in Los Angeles, um, which was. The hold on, I'm scrolling down the Wikipedia page. Uh, the perpetrator was uh, William Hickman, who like sent a bunch of sort of almost like zodiac killer letters to like the cops, uh, like claiming that he was like possessed by a demon and like all of this stuff, um, which will which. The demon part will become important. Uh, this was in the 20s. Uh, and people started researching this and, like, DMing Jade, who was getting, like, progressively more freaked out. Like, what do you mean I'm having, like, weird horror dreams about, like, a murder that happened in the 1920s? Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Uh um, and she continued to post uh, some art pieces. Like she posted a uh, a poem about like loneliness and her relationship with Robin uh, that had some like weird markings on it that all like corresponded to her previous pieces of artwork that she'd made. Um, and once they kind of like rearranged the different scraps of paper that made up this poem. Uh, they uh the players got the phrase trapped in attic okay which when they dm'd this to jade she uh got very upset and did not want to hear what they had to say uh and then later i think that same evening she posted a very blurry photo of like a figure standing in her doorway cool yeah some of this does feel like uh i don't know maybe a little bit i don't know the timeline on tiktok but it does feel a little ahead of its time on like people on tiktok that like post videos trying to kind of figure out 
little mysteries that they've got going on around themselves. And usually it's just like, hey, thanks, TikTok. I posted that I was having a weird thing. And you all were right. There is a gas leak in my apartment. Yeah, um, it does but feel like, like that. I don't know. It kind of has those vibes of a little bit of like what you find on TikTok today. I, I completely agree. Because, yeah, she she posted a video that was like, oh, my God, like I saw someone standing in the doorway. They're not there anymore, though. And then later on posted like an extremely blurry photo of just like what may or may not be a human st- like standing in her, her room. I'm looking at this photo right now. I would not see it as a person standing in my doorway unless mm-hmm. you told me, hey, this is a person standing in my doorway. Yeah, I'd absolutely. Like, oh, yeah, shadow. Oh, I guess, you know what? I guess I am looking at this wrong. If I'm, I was looking at that like as like dar- a dark hallway, but no, if the, if the door is there, then sure. Now I see a person, but there is a lot of like, and I also do like uh, the first person responding. Why are you still there? Get out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, oh, maybe your house is built on like the murder scene and they're haunting your house. And everyone's like, you should leave your house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i love when people tell like arg characters like hey you should just leave just walk out it's like telling uh characters in a in a movie like oh they should just leave the haunted house yeah it's like yeah okay we'll give you a 30 minute video of a guy walking into a house once and getting creeped out that's that's the movie you want to see <laughs> if it sucks hit the bricks yeah <laughs> <laughs> I want to see an arc where someone, where like the character actually takes their advice and it just ends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It, it it feels like you ever play a video game where, uh, in like the early part, someone's just like, "Will you accept your destiny yeah. and take the sword and vanquish evil?" And it gives you yes or no, and if you say no, it just goes to credits and you get uh-huh. a game over. Yeah. I want I want the arg equivalent of that. <laughs> it just ends. After two days, <laughs> <laughs> and so after that, the uh, it uh, the game kind of went on like went dark for a little while. Uh, and players in that week's recap had uh, found a hidden message that had the name Amos Pryor, uh, which we'll circle back to. Okay. Uh, start of week two, Jade uh, started messaging players saying that she had found that uh, the doll that she had assembled had a rag stuffed in its chest that had writing on it. Um, And players were able to kind of, like, decipher these, like, really smeared ink uh, letters to reveal Bellevue Arms. Okay. Uh, Jade also made a new collage art piece. Uh, that had the word bedlam hidden in the center of it. Uh, okay. And she said that uh, she was still having nightmares. Uh, she had to like stop reading articles about this, uh, the Marion Parker murder case because like she was already having nightmares. And it was like just freaking her out more. And she said, can you figure out if there's just like one article that I need to be reading? I feel like this nightmare is the key. Just DM me if you figure out the one article I should focus on and I'll read that one. I do like giving your chat homework of being like, look, <laughs> you get one. Put it together. Assemble your dossier. Send it over. Don't everyone email me. <laughs> 
Yeah, and and so they found that uh, by by kind of digging around and like searching these words that they've been given, uh, they found a article from 2015 called "Bedlam at Bellevue Arms: Murder and Madness in Angelino Heights," which was by real life Los Angeles historian Hadley Mears. Hmm. Uh, and they sent that to Jade, uh, saying like, "Hey." this is probably the article that like your dream was pointing to. And Jade was like, okay, can you email this real life historian and, uh, and ask her for details? Oh, I sure hope they cleared this with this person. They did. They did. They did. Okay. 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 (laughs) She, she like is a character in the game, but playing herself. That that's very cool. I I like that a lot. I was very worried about the, uh, the like hey dm a game designer and ask them about their career uh-huh. uh like that element of an arg so i'm glad that i'm glad that they were like good to go and ready to ready to respond yeah um so yeah jade uh jade gave them her email i was like hey you should uh uh i you should uh don't mention me, but reach out to her and see if that see if she can help. <laughs> <laughs> I do like. I'm looking through these Instagram posts as we're going through. I do like that at least one person in the comments every time is like, "Just sage your house." Yeah, <laughs> you should sage your house. If you sage your house, you're fine. <laughs> I respect the commitment. <laughs> <laughs> So they emailed real-life historian Hadley Mears, uh, and she emailed them back saying that she had given up on researching uh, this murder case, but she would trade information on it for information that they had on folk art of that time. Uh, and she also linked to linked the players to... <laughs> okay. <laughs> you if only I knew story- someone that would... Made collages or some such. Yeah, you know how historians are always trading information with random with random people. Yeah, you ever play a video game that has one of those fetch quests? It's just like, well, I wouldn't trade that, but I do have a lucky pebble, <laughs> and I bet you could trade a lucky pebble for two crow's feet three towns over. Uh, she also linked players to a unpublished uh, podcast recording on SoundCloud that uh, she said that she never released. Because it, like, was glitched and not recorded properly. Uh, And the players listened to it. Uh, It was about uh, Hickman's trial and, like, the demonic force that he claimed he was possessed by. uh, Which was, like, a demonic presence called Providence. Uh, And they found an audio glitch in it that once they, like, took it into an audio program and, like, isolated it, it was a distorted voice saying Jade Cage. Hmm. And if you turned the podcast recording into a spectrogram, uh, they found the image of an electric chair. Cool. uh, That had words on it that said Little Rock 93021. Do they make electric chairs out of jade? I don't think so. I know that Jade's the person's name, but I'm okay. Yeah. I was curious if it was like, yeah, they fried me and I got stuck in the chair. I, I don't know. Yeah, and and so that night, uh, Jade said that she had gotten a warning from her like ring camera that someone was on her uh, her front porch. 
Um, hmm. And the she said that she like checked the footage and there was nobody there. Uh, and the players uh, told her that they had gotten the message Jade Cage. Uh, and she realized that she had a caged plant on her porch. Uh, and so she looked inside of it and she found that someone had left her a CD. Hmm. Uh, and the CD had a recording of a murder ballad about the Marion Parker case on it. A murder ballad? Yeah. Okay. You know about murder ballads? Uh, so like the the thing from I think you should leave, like <laughs> the day Robert Parker murdered me or whatever. Yeah, basically. They're, okay. They're, okay. Yeah, it's like a subgenre of the ballad that's just like about crime. Um, and, and they're fairly often about, like, real timely crimes of the day. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and the Marion Parker case, like, because it was so publicized, had a bunch of songs written about it, basically. Gotcha. Wild. Okay. Yeah. Um, as they listened to the song, which Jade had, like, put up on, uh, SoundCloud, they realized that it was a lot longer than the original version was. Okay. Um, and it had a bunch of lyrics in it that weren't in the original song. <laughs> huh. That's cool. That is very cool. It's like, this isn't the official release. They've extended it, the extended cut. It's just like, and then I'm gonna kill Jade. <laughs> yeah, like the the official version that I found on YouTube is like two minutes, 30 seconds. The version they had was like five minutes long. <laughs> huh, Okay. Uh, and using those, uh, those new verses that they gotten, they got the phrase marked with shade, uh, and generating a spectrogram, uh, revealed the image of a man named Amos Ratliff, who was a real murderer from Arkansas, who, uh, was executed on September 30th, 1921. Okay. Uh, and people suspected that this was a, also a connection to the Marion Parker murders because uh, Hickman, the murderer in that case, was born in Arkansas. Okay. Uh, Jade did not understand what the phrase marked with shade meant. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but the players sent it to uh, Hadley Mears and it got a reaction from her. Uh, and she said... Uh, that she was going to dig into her archives and like come back with more on uh on William Hickman and uh Jade meanwhile on on Instagram decided that she was going to have a virtual dance party to cheer herself up. Okay, that'll be fun. Uh, and she like invited everyone to participate and like send in videos of themselves dancing. Um, and everyone who sent in a video had, hold on, I'm looking to see if these still exist, because, uh, they were on, like, an Instagram story. Uh, everyone who sent in a video got their, uh, got their videos marked with, like, letters and numbers that, uh, could be unscrambled to reveal the words, feed rage. Oh, goody. (laughs) Uh, later that evening, Jade got more DMs from the very Sly Uno account that she posted, uh, 
and said uh, that Creeper is back raining on my parade and leaving me the weirdest shit in my DMs. Look at this. He wrote all this freak shit. Like, what the hell am I supposed to do with that? I want to block him, but I also feel like I should keep an eye on him. (laughs) Uh, The DM said, if you want aid against me, ask God, not man. I have precious little time, but am base low down, so pray for yourself to prepare your blood. Do not be reckless, little bird, with death fast on its way. You brought this on yourself, hanging your sad little from tree branches. Blocking my needs not wise. Be smart like me. Sly. This is your fate. Believe me, hang on my words. Be ready to give me what I need or else. Prepare yourself and empty former thoughts. Just block him and move on. Yeah. That, you just, e- easy. just block him. Just block him. Yeah. Uh, and that night and over the next few days, that account started, uh, Instagramming photos of Jade from outside her house. Mm, you love to see it. Yeah. Normal. <sighs> I like that the top comment on the first one of these is her house is not on Zillow, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh man well luckily things are only going to be good from here right yeah i'm sure it'll be fine and uh jade was obviously very upset by this uh and she decided that she was going to do a art project to process her feelings about it uh and it had the words uh it was a like pie cross puzzle like the the game picross yeah Pycross. okay um and it had the words scratch you out of my skin hidden in it oh good once players completed it i love to hear that i'm so scared i, I know where this is going i just don't like it yeah <laughs> Uh, she also wrote another like ripped up poem that when the players reassembled it, it had uh, a pair of like bloody scissors drawn on it. Hmm. Uh, and both times when players relayed this information to Jade and DM, she got very upset. <laughs> uh, Hadley, meanwhile, sent the players uh, a fictional copy of Hickman's autopsy from 1928. I do. I want to, before we get into that, I do want to say, I think that maybe I should get into the game of writing poetry, cutting the poetry up, putting it out on pieces of paper as like a scrambled board and then saying, DM me if you can figure out my poem. Oh my God. That seems like a good, uh, good Instagrift. Yeah, that's pretty good, actually. (laughs) That's good engagement farming. Oh man. Um... So Hadley sent the players a obviously fictional copy of, of Hickman's autopsy report uh, that have notes that say that the phrase hanged man had been scratched on the inside of his chest. Hmm. Um, meanwhile, on the very slight Uno account, there had been like weird lines like on top of every photo that I think when they overlaid them uh, spelled out seven of swords. Uh, And the players remembered that in a bunch of her early photos, there had been a tarot deck in, uh, in Jade's apartment and they urged her to go and like draw the hanged man and the seven of swords. I like the, um, 
I don't know, the Homestuck interactions here where you're just like, I remember seeing some stuff that's going to the Instagram chat and just like, use tarot card on Jade. And then Jade posts a thing where she's like, huh? I decided to look at my tarot cards today. Yeah, it's pretty good. I I do think writing up a fake autopsy that included extra-worldly things in a known murderer's fake autopsy. <laughs> yeah. I think that's where things go a bridge too far for me. I agree. Hon- honestly, I think that's crazy. <laughs> the the I think I don't know. I think that there is a there is a bit of there's a bit of tastelessness in using a fake murder in which the guy says he was possessed by the devil in telling your demon possession story mostly in the fact that this is actually a person who has killed someone in the past yes no i a hundred percent agree and like i i think that it comes directly from like the genre of historical fiction that's like what if this like real life tragic thing was also like magic and there were demons there and it was fucked up well and it it also it gets a little step further of like this is a man who kidnapped and murdered a child and said that the devil made him do it right is this the same Uh is this the same the devil made him do it that they made movies out of and shit okay um maybe i i would assume so so when you do a story like this the the other thing that you are implying in what you're saying is that that person was right it yeah. was actually the devil that did it and not this person. Yes. And uh-huh. I think that there's just something a little weird and kind of tasteless about like saying that about someone who provably murdered someone. No, a child. yes. I, I 100% agree. I think that they should have made up a fake murderer for this. You, yeah, you can. Yeah. you <laughs> By making up a fake murderer, you lose the ability for players to, to do some Googling and be like, oh, wait, holy shit. I found a Wikipedia page yeah. about something in the real world. And that uh-huh. is that is a, a neat, tangible thing. But it is it is weird, and to me it goes a step further when it is, we made up a fake autopsy report that is 100% without a doubt the devil was inside this person. Yes, I agree. I, I think my theory is that like they wanted to get this real-life historian involved, and we're like, okay, let's like have people learn about real-life history, but I also think that it should have been entirely fictional. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. This this I think incorporating some it 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 would be one thing if you just like there there does get a point where some story is long enough ago and is big enough and was uh widespread understanding enough yeah. that like it can kind of feel like it stops being an actual event and it just yes. becomes a part of history. And once it is a part of history, you can talk about it and modify it in the same way that you could do, let's tell a story about World War II, but Hitler had a Zeppelin full of demons or whatever, right? Like, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. do that kind of historical fiction with magical stuff. But when it gets into, like, child murder, that line is a little blurrier for me. Yes. No, I agree. It, it kind of reminds me of how... Uh like American Horror Story had 
they were like, oh yeah, like the Black Dahlia murder victim is like a ghost now and is a character in American Horror Story. Jesus Christ. That's that's an extra level. Because for someone, it's just like, yeah, they took my sister Susan and now she's a prancing ghost in a television show. Uh-huh. And, and I know that that's, you know, there's distance from that. But like at some level, you are, that is where you are. Yeah. I don't know. This is this is a bridge too far for me. I, no, I think yes, that I, I think you I'm can even you. make arguments of like it being a bridge too far before, but it was I don't know. The earlier stuff I'm just kinda like, this is a little iffy to me, but you know what? I can play <laughs> in the space. When you're going this far, it, that's when I'm like, maybe we should take a step back and realize what we are implicitly and explicitly saying through doing these actions. Yeah. No, it, it also kind of reminds me of, like, uh, for, like, the first season of Dead Letter Society, there's an episode where we read a book that was, like, what if the Donner Party was, like, actually possessed and there were, like, witches there and shit? And it was, like, okay, well, first of all, like, the the real-life event that happened was actually very scary and upsetting before uh-huh. the, like you added in like demons and witches <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's let's turn the event where people had to turn to cannibalism in order to survive right. let's make that scary yeah exactly and it does feel a little bit like that <laughs> god what if we made that a little uncomfortable <laughs> like yeah like what if there was this actual real life horrific crime and also a fucked up guy was there <laughs> <laughs> well it's also a little bit like um, I don't know. What if, what if I, I, <laughs> it'd be like, if you like, I don't know, you took like the actual case in the Casey Anthony case. And then you were like, and then she had to go through jigsaw traps. Yeah. Right. Like, no, no. Yeah. I'm with you. I don't know. There's a weird level of fictionalization that goes in that, that has to happen. And through an event like this. And I, I don't know that we're there. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm definitely with you. I like I have I have opinions about people like doing historical fiction about like actual crimes and be like, but what if we made it scarier though? Like it was already <laughs> scary, but like what if a ghost was there? Right, yeah. <laughs> it's the dots you have past incident, except one of them's a Dracula. So later that night, after they got the autopsy report, uh, Jade got an alert from her like ring camera, and uh, there was a creature. Just a creature. Like uh, yeah, there's like a yeah. Hold on, I'll also do the the image. Wait, hold on, that's the Instagram. I did not copy that correctly. Um, there is like a. I'm not gonna make you watch the whole video because it's like. They really make you wait to see it. Uh, But she was like, I would like like to see the creature. Send me the creature. (laughs) 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 This looks like it's a person in a mask and it looks like the have you seen the trailer for the, the shitty uh, grim and gritty what if Winnie the Pooh murdered people mm-hmm. movie? It looks exactly like that. It looks like that Pooh. 
like low budget someone decided to go as that poo for halloween yep so she she posted the footage and was like i don't see anything on this footage and everyone was like girl there's a creature there's a guy (laughs) and she also posted a video of her being like it seems like there's something at my door let me go open my door real quick (laughs) (laughs) everyone was like uh oh do we get a bad ending bye i i'm looking at the uh i'm looking at the uh that instagram post of the video now and i do like someone who replied and just says nasty 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 <laughs> she'd also gotten a dm from very Slido uh that same day that said today is the day look I'm hard going, i'm going to show up at your door <laughs> Uh, what a creature oh man uh and then she uh she didn't post for a couple days uh and the recap contained another hidden phrase that said missing pearl okay uh week three jade reappeared uh she was now in her attic uh she was acting very strangely uh and kind of like erratically and she said that she had been sleepwalking at night uh she was up all night like making a a weird art piece in the attic uh and she needed protection from a evil presence that she felt like she couldn't escape okay uh and in her posts that week uh players found uh a business card for an uh a demonologist oh good yeah who are you gonna call <laughs> uh they also found in a couple of her like sleepwalking videos that she'd taken uh there were like hidden words that would unlock uh like she would she would uh like approach something and it had like a scrap of of paper with like a letter hidden on it um and that would lead to like a hidden page on the uh demonologist website with instructional videos uh that taught the uh the players how to draw sigils to like protect themselves from uh from different like dark entities that's cool it is I'm imagining this uh, this arc, but now doing it on TikTok and you have that same tutorial, but it's with the TikTok voice telling you like, yeah, the circle invites strong feelings of protection. Um, and these videos are like chopped up, like fake kind of like VHS uh, filtered. I like that this uh, demonologist website is like very clearly built in like basic square space. Um, <laughs> I like his bio. Uh, Gareth Fitzpatrick is a world religions expert, demonologist, and occult sciences expert with a decade of experience serving the Los Angeles basin with some experience in Ventura County and one very difficult case of the Inland Empire will never return. With multiple <laughs> degrees in religion and world history, Gareth has been able to answer the call, as it were, and assist the identification of demons from many cultures and time periods. Gareth 
game is a kind and user-friendly approach to demonic presences and entities, keeping people feeling safe and cared for, even as they participate in and battle between good and evil, as old as time immemorial. Immemorial. In every encounter, Garrus' aim is to empower both the afflicted and their family and pets, help them come to grips with their possessions, and get them the help they need. He accepts no fee, as he sees his work as that of moving the human race forward. <laughs> Gareth lives in Silmar with his primary partner Tiffany and secondary partner Marge. He's an avid birder. He placed third in the 2003 Amateur Birding International in Glasgow and is planning to release a series of birding videos to accompany his demonology work once the price of high def cameras drops. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, we got ourselves a guy, Marn. Yeah. I like his, like, education bio, too, that's like, yeah, he, like, grew up in a super haunted house and, like, became friends with the ghosts that lived there. Uh, he was an adjunct professor at Spokane Community College, but he got fired after <laughs> because he kept talking about demons. <laughs> so this guy, now hold on, hold on. This guy grew up in a haunted house, became friends with ghosts, and then decided that his life's goal was to eradicate ghosts? Yeah. I'm not I sure mean, I like this guy. <laughs> Well, his life's goal is to eradicate demons. He doesn't eradicate ghosts. So you're differencing go okay. This is my other thing about when you invoke like demonic possession in your thing, I'm just like, okay, so I have to accept like ghosts exist too? Like are leprechauns <laughs> here? Like what are we where does it begin and end? That's a good question. I also, I also like <laughs> I also like the idea of this guy being like, Well, I'm a demonologist. I did make the ghost shit up though. Ghosts aren't real. Yeah. Well, it does say farther down the page, uh, Gareth does perform ritual cleansings to help force the entity into dormancy or banish it altogether. Gareth finds exorcism to be barbaric and refuses to perform them just as a point of pride. Even with the belief in inhuman entities, ghosts and demons, Gareth must come at it with a skeptical eye and consults regularly with therapists and psychologists about his cases and also just as a mental health check-in because we are living in crazy times. If you don't do exorcisms for the demons, what do you do? He forces them into dormancy or banishes them altogether. This is just, he's doing demon therapy. <laughs> yeah. He also, I, he also occasionally performs short form improv comedy. Fuck. That's the worst <laughs> thing about him. In college, I wrote a screenplay about um, a guy who was a fake priest that went around grifting religious parents who uh -huh. thought that their kids were possessed when re in reality they were just going through puberty because uh, the symptoms of puberty and the symptoms of demonic possession line up one-to-one -one pretty much that's pretty good that's just this guy in, in reverse he's just like no i go to people that are convinced they're possessed and i'm just like no don't worry i told the demon to chill so yeah, we've got I our demonologist. <laughs> I like that they made him kind of a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, players had also generated a spectrogram from the sleepwalking videos uh, because um, they had like heard weird noises of them. Uh, and they found a image that pointed them towards a murder case from the 1800s. Uh, that took place the year the previous uh, murderer that they'd gotten was born. 
Um, and the participants were like, okay, so every, like, we're going back farther and farther in time. And like everything we've gotten, like, takes place the year, like, the previous murderer was born. Um, Jade's videos, like, became more and more erratic. Uh, it was harder for the, uh, the players to contact her. Uh, she started putting up tarot draw videos every night, uh, from her tarot deck. Uh, to speculate about her past, present, and future. Uh, and the players found that each uh, each of her tarot cards had a word written in Latin on the back of it. Um, and kind of because of these tarot draws uh, that she'd been doing, she uh, Jade ended up revealing to the players... Uh, her her kind of backstory with Robin um and that uh Robin hadn't just like spontaneously decided to move away uh she was on the run from Jade who had uh stabbed her with scissors and trapped her in the attic until she managed to escape this was post possession or pre-possession this was apparently pre-possession Huh, that explains the poem with the skizzers. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so and... Jade is cancelled and possessed. <laughs> yeah, and Jade decided that she hated Robin for leaving her. Um, the players managed to translate the Latin on the back of the cards uh, and learned from the demonologist's video uh, that they needed to burn the cards and use the ashes to construct a protective sigil to help Jade. Okay. Um, and they were able to like use the demonologist video uh, to find a Latin word from the cards that said, I beseech. Okay. And as they were kind of like instructing Jade to do this, um, she she was still posting like sleepwalking videos, like videos of her crying in the attic. Um, and she shared a letter from Robin that she had ripped up and like written on. Um, and when like pieced back together, it had a uh, a message that said, "Jade is the vessel." Okay. Um. And her caption was, uh, found this letter from Robin. She must have typed it when I had her trapped in attic. I scribbled some shit on it and tore it up. I don't know what it means. My head feels so fuzzy. He's getting close. I need to finish the protection spell. Robin, I- I'm sorry, Robin. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, and the letter from Robin was like, well, you did it. And I've never been so furious of my life. You're a coward with a heart of shade. I now know that the only way to free myself is to run as far as I can. Um, and it was just like, I'm going to run away and you'll never see me again. Okay. Uh, (laughs) the participants were trying to figure out what this meant. Um, and, but Jade, uh, posted a video of her doing, the sigil and speaking an arcane word uh and something took hold of her and possessed her uh-oh uh-oh i bet it was winnie the pooh <laughs> and everyone was like wow i guess we should have trusted like a random exorcist 
who who does not kill demons let it be clear you know the one thing that demon that uh exorcists do he doesn't do that part he's like a guy that catches spiders under uh under a cup and then releases them outside except for demons yeah the video where she gets possessed is kind of fun they're like all of the light in the attic turns red and she like drops the camera Ooh, yeah can you send me a link to that one? I'll put it in the uh, show notes. You can kind of tell that the attic is just like a set that they set up, but it, it's fun. Well, I, I kind of assumed that when I've seen pictures of the attic and it is bigger than the house she was in before. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and right after this, the uh, the demonologist full website came online and revealed a uh, a way to contact him and also a final video uh, that revealed that all of the videos up until then had been like heavily edited by someone else, and uh, to like obscure the fact that uh, he had been warning them against drawing the sigil oh. and being like, "Actually, this is like an invocation of extreme evil. Don't do this." It was, <laughs> it was like in sitcoms where someone like. It's just like I hope they don't take me out of context and make th- and the news doesn't make me sound like I'm saying I'm gonna kill everyone. Yeah, exactly. They just did that, but for like, uh-huh. now, whatever you do, certainly don't draw a circle like this. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, That's why you don't trust ha- TikTok tutorials. <laughs> uh, Hadley Mears, our uh, our historian friend. Uh, investigated jade's uh house so jade jade started uh posting some some creepy videos like hey everybody i'm possessed with like her scrambling around the attic and like having creepy contacts in and shit okay (laughs) i'm spooky yeah, exactly. Literally just like, I'm I'm so spooky. Look at me being spooky. Uh, Hadley Mears posted a video that she did like investigate the house and Jade attacked her when she went up into the attic. Uh, she started threatening a uh, account called Grey Baby Bird. Uh, and people realized that this was Robin's account and she was actually Jade's twin sister. Ooh. Ha- Hadley's been the- Robin the whole time? No, uh, Robin is is a different character. Right, Robin's um, the twin who was locked yes, in the, twin. In the, who, the attic. Who was locked in the attic and then escaped and ran away. Right. Um, and and Jade's, Jade's Instagram account started threatening her. I was like, I'm coming for you. I'm going to get you. <laughs> I'm going to get you. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then stopped posting for a little while after people... Uh, after people found uh, Robin's account. And then people found a mirror version of Jade's Instagram feed. Uh, Instead of uh, Jade's in town, it was town in Jade's. Uh, And it had direct copies of like every single one of her photos that she'd posted, except they were all like inverted or like, upside down um yeah they're in argo mode yeah or she had like 
there were like uh different like shapes and letters hidden in them or they had like a red filter over them okay and shit like that yeah i've been um, to an arg <laughs> Uh, players got emails back from both Hadley and Gareth, demonologist, uh, and Robin finally, uh, put up a video. I, I do like, sorry, I'm looking at the inverted Instagram page. I uh-huh. do like that, uh, the texts are in light mode instead of dark mode. It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go, I'm sorry. Go ahead and continue. <laughs> no, no, no. You're good. Uh, Robin posted a video of being like, hey, like I saw the video of like Jade getting possessed. That's pretty fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was bad before. <laughs> yeah. And she I was stabbed like... me and locked me in an attic. <laughs> and uh, And she was like, I'm in Portland, so like I can't go to like LA to help. But like, I know that at one point Jade was a good person. And, like, something happened to her. Uh, Gareth helped the players uh, identify the different demons that were possessing uh, Jade. (laughs) He put up, like, a a blog post being like, Hey, you guys did the exact opposite of what you should have done. Let's figure this out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and it was like, I have a theory, like, this is a demon that, like, vessel hops and it's now, like, hopped into, uh, Jade somehow, um, and we need to, like, figure out what, like, what, what, like, send me your findings and we'll, like, figure out the nature of this demon, uh, and how we can, like, banish it from Jade. Okay. And uh, Hadley contacted the players and was like, let's go through these, like, artifacts associated with, like, the different murderers who you've learned about. And of course, they're, like, fake artifacts. It's like, here's a crossword puzzle that belonged to one of the murderers. (laughs) 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 <laughs> and like here's john wayne a- gacy's handkerchief <laughs> yeah exactly like here's a photo of this of like hickman's grave and like here's here's a hangman game that belonged to one of the murder victims <laughs> strangled a guy once isn't it ironic uh and and uh, Hadley was like, if you can, like, find if Jade has these, like, they could be destroyed to, like, lessen the demon's influence on her. I do like the message that if you divorce yourself from true crime brain, it will exercise demons from your brain. I think that is true. And something yeah. more people should take to heart. <laughs> Talking to you, mom. God. <laughs> And uh, in in Robin's feed, uh, Robin was, like, telling stories about, like, her childhood with Jade and, like, sharing memories uh, and, like, photos from their childhood. And, like, in these photos uh, of, like, collages and, and, like, scrapbooks and stuff, people were like, oh, the, like, the killer artifacts are hidden in these and, like... 
or like these these show like the location of like where the artifacts are. Okay, that's so cool. that we could destroy them. That's kind of neat. Yeah. Uh, and so on May twenty ninth, uh, Gareth posted a little blog entry that said, "Okay, let's we're gonna do it." Like I, I worried that like Jade is slipping away from us, so let's make a plan. Uh, I need you to decide if you're going to banish the demon or bind it to Jade, and like if you choose to banish it like here is like the the like mystical gesture that you can take a video of yourself doing and like send to me but if you want to bind her like here is the gesture um and like it's like whoever vote like whichever one has like the more votes for it that's what will happen uh i I like that i think that's cool I, yeah, I also think that's cool. Uh, and he also instructed them to make a, a truth sigil wreath. Uh, this could look any way you want it to. Follow your truth. Draw sigils. Make a wreath of truth. Hang the wreath on your front door. Send the photo to me. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and so people filmed their little ceremonies. They made their wreaths. Uh, and the votes were tallied. Uh, later that night, Robin posted a photo of, uh, of Hickman's grave that the players had seen before, uh, and confessed that, uh, she had accidentally summoned the demon, uh, several weeks ago as she had, like, gone on the road and fled the house. (laughs) She's like, I wish some kind of demon would come and kill my sister. Yeah. Okay. She was like, I was so angry, I accidentally summoned a demon. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, On the 30th, uh, Gareth and Hadley did a live Zoom conference as they were, like, planning going into Jade's house and, like, trying to get rid of the demon. Uh, They counted the votes live, uh, and the players had chosen banishment. Uh, and there was a final video posted on Jade's Instagram where, uh, Gareth entered Jade's house, uh, collected the different totems that they had, like, given him the locations of, and, uh, like, burned them or got rid of them in in some way and, uh, and banished the demon, uh, from Jade. Okay. And also Robin showed up to, to help. Oh, cool. Yeah. And the next day, uh, Robin and Jade shared video of like them doing a, a FaceTime call uh, and deciding that they were going to try and repair their relationship as sisters. Uh, Jade thanked all of the players for being such good friends to her and helping her get unpossessed uh, and was like, goodbye, everybody. I'm normal now. uh and then later that night the very sly you know account uh posted i see you i see the hollowness you try to hide i can fill that void i can make you whole knock knock will you open the door along with like a montage of all of the players doors that they had sent to uh to gareth and like creepy music (laughs) and that was the end I like that ending. 
Yeah, I think that's fun. That's a great ending. That's pretty good. <laughs> Sometimes you just accidentally dox yourself to a demon. <laughs> <laughs> Well, cool. Uh, Marn, what do you think about the uh, the story in this game? I I think it's an interesting story. I think they should have made up fake murders for it. I, yeah, I think I agree. Uh, I think that, I think make up fake murders or like, I think if you go further back, and maybe this is hypocritical, but I feel like if you... You go further back and say, like, here's an account from, like, Plymouth Rock of a yeah. pilgrim that hit another pilgrim with a rock. You know? Like, yeah. I think that, I don't know. I, I I do feel like invoking a real crime is, I don't know. It, on one hand, it gives it a little bit of extra oomph. On the other hand, it does get a little weird when you say, like, no, actually, this guy was possessed by the by a demon. Yes. I don't know. No, I, I agree. I, I'm, Yeah. I think you got to know what you're doing um, when you do that. Uh, yes. But other than that, I think this is, I think it's really cool. I think it's, uh, I don't know, an interesting story about getting stuck in your apartment and getting invaded by a demon and the ways that other people have to come and get it out of you. I, I kind of like it. Yeah, I, I think it's very fun. Uh, I, it's It's one of the coolest, I think, like mini like remote experiences from the from like early pandemic that we've covered yeah um i i feel like it stuck the landing really well uh and it's cool that this was like entirely self-funded but they they basically just made like a lower budget like interactive horror movie i think that's fun yeah it's very um you know i guess two locations not just one but like it's very insular it's very um Here's everything that we're doing. It's on one of these, you know, this main account or these side ones that will get stuff as it gets built out. But it's not, it doesn't get overly sprawling in a way that some things do. It's very contained and concise and it tells the exact story it wants to tell. And then it wraps things up really neatly at the end. I I think that's a home run. Yeah, I agree. How about the puzzles, Marn? Where are you on those? Um, I think, I think they're fine. I, uh... I like the concept of like having hidden uh hidden words in a video that like you have to actually watch the whole video and go through like letter by letter and like figure out what uh what they're saying. Uh-huh. Um I like the idea of hiding kind of like key phrases in art pieces. I think that's also very fun. I yeah, I think this was good. Yeah. I I think the puzzles in this one some of them I think are a little a little cheesy, a little, uh, and a little, um, Dora the Explorer E, as I said. Uh, but I think overall, I, I do like what they're doing here, and I like the player interaction that they get, uh, that gets brought into it. Yeah, um, I agree. I think that's really cool. And, uh, I, oh, go ahead. I think that I agree with, like, their decision to keep it all to Instagram to, like, stop people from being like, well, clearly I have to go to, like, this restaurant and, like, look pat like look under the waiter station for like this clue yeah in 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 keeping it to instagram and all of the pictures involved it does feel a bit like um in some ways it kind of can feel like a uh like an fmv game where you're just kind of like yeah oh there's a tarot deck in the background oh there are scissors on the shelf you know like yeah i think you're right that it's kind of like an interactive 
like almost like a point and click or like a web, like interactive webcomic at that point where people are like, Jade, you have to check the scissors. <laughs> right. <laughs> use Sage on apartment. <laughs> I keep spamming use Sage on apartment. Why isn't it going through? Um, but yeah, I, 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 I like this. I think that it's done really well and it, it breeds a level of interactivity that I don't think you, it, it, it lets more people get involved in the fun in a way that oftentimes, um, physical or more I don't, not more digital puzzle based games but that other puzzle based games can get into i like this a lot i agree i think uh, it's i think it's nice that they only ran it for a month too like they yeah. knew what they wanted to do they got in got out they, that was it baby yeah there could this feels like the kind of game that could get and then something happened to jade and we waited a week yeah and then we got a cryptic message and we waited a week. Mm-hmm. And and I'm glad that this one didn't devolve into that. Yeah, I agree. Like at most they they only had to wait like a couple days per like update. And I I feel like they probably pre-filmed like all of this in advance, so they really were just like posting. Yeah, I I would assume so. Yeah, uh and how how uh well documented is it, Marn? I I know we're following along an outline. It sounded pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's it's really well documented. Like the the official site literally has a walkthrough, and if you want to, you can like go back through the Instagram account and solve the whole thing yourself. The uh, the demonologist website even is like if you're like playing the arg yourself and you're only on week three, like click here for like the previous version of the site. That's sick. It's it's very cool. That's really cool. That's really cool. I like that. Yeah, I agree. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, damn. What a way to what a way to get back into it. This is great, Marn. Yeah, I agree. Thank you for sharing Arcana with me. I, you know, <laughs> this this has uh, I think part of it, I didn't watch the videos. And I think if I had to watch the videos, I wouldn't have enjoyed this as much as I did. But knowing yeah. <laughs> and then a creepy video happened. Oh, I'm good with that. That works for me. <laughs> that's how I that's how I watch horror movies. There's a Wikipedia page that I go through. This is my own my own private Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you just have to know that a scary video happened and like a creature was there. Yeah, there's a creature. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, Martin, do you have any recommendations this week? I do. It's been so long that I forget what I've uh, recommended recently. <laughs> But uh, my my recommendation, I'm going to recommend a horror thing. Uh, my recommendation for this week is Surviving Romance. Uh, it is a webtoon that I've been reading. I'm really enjoying it. It is a, it's like a weird meta isekai almost where like this like young woman gets like isekai'd into a romance novel that she was reading, but because she's there like the narrative becomes sick and it turns into like a zombie apocalypse horror huh um but like because she she doesn't like because it's a romance and like the only important characters are like her and the love interest all of the like side characters show up to her as like faceless silhouettes oh interesting and so she's like trying to like connect with them in order to like have a group to like survive this like zombie apocalypse horror with 
Um, but all of them are like, why would, like, why would we trust you? You're just like, you don't ever talk to any of us, and you're just, like, obsessed with this boy that, <laughs> that like, <laughs> you, you want to date because you're a romance protagonist. <laughs> uh, and yeah, it's, it's really good. It does some, like, very cool, like, meta stuff with, like, her like knowing that she's in the wrong genre and and kind of like acting outside of that and like being and like every time she dies like the story restarts itself because she's like stuck in a in a novel um it's very cool i'm enjoying it a lot cool that sounds really cool it's it's great it's it's extremely compelling i need more people to read it because i need more people to like talk about theory my theories <laughs> with <laughs> uh, surviving romance hell yeah yeah uh my recommendation this week uh is on a not a, not a similar line i was trying to tie something in but i can't um uh, i've been watching an anime called sssss gridman Ooh. um it is a uh it is a i guess a mecha series about a kid that goes into a computer to join together with uh Gridman, who, as far as I can tell, is an old like uh, Ultraman heat style hero, like back in the you know rubber suit. Uh, is it Tutsukatsu? No, what's the what's that genre called? Oh, I know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like Sentai. Yeah, like yeah, like an old Sentai hero. Um, but now there's they did an anime version of it, and uh, it is it starts off as a pretty uh, kind of generic version of that story where you're beating up kaiju and you're getting superpowers through it and then things start kind of shifting as the nature of the world behind it starts unraveling itself um it is a a really cool uh it's just a really cool series that starts off feeling like a really feeling like a reconstruction almost of those older school shows, but done incredibly well. Uh, the animation's gorgeous. The, uh, character writing is, is fun and, um, interesting in ways that you don't usually get with a lot of anime. I feel like there are places where it felt like it could have leaned into cliche when it wants to lean into a cliche, it does, but when it doesn't, it pivots really well. Um, and yeah, it's just a, a really good show. I'm liking it a whole lot. I know there's a Hell follow-up yeah. series. What's up? I, I will definitely check that out. This sounds it's, awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. I'm uh, I'm liking it a lot. Um <clears throat> it also feels it feels self-aware. At one point the Neon Genesis Junior High students show up. Oh my god. Is a, a group of people in this show. Like holy shit. It's wearing its like it wears its influences on its sleeve and it knows exactly what it's doing at any at any time is how i feel about the show it's really that good makes sense the the only anime i've been watching recently is full metal alchemist because Alyssa and i were watching the 2003 uh anime because she'd never seen it all the way through and then we finished it immediately started brotherhood <laughs> <laughs> i've never heard of it is full metal alchemist any good marn <laughs> pretty good i do recommend it i will say i uh because we were watching it i was like i want to read like the new manga that uh arakawa is doing because i was like oh yeah that's like currently publishing i should check that out it's really fucking good i can't believe it's not getting like it didn't get a localization until like literally this month it feels weird that there's like 
Yeah, the author of Full Metal Alchemist has a, another series that's like active and running, and nobody seems to care. It, I know she's like done a bunch of other series in in like the time in between too, but like, yeah, it's this one is really fucking good. Everybody go read it. It's called Demons of the Shadow Realm. Uh, I think the first volume comes out in English in like a week. It, I think it will come out like the week this episode comes out. Perfect. Uh, I'll put the official link in the chat. Yeah, if you if you like Fullmetal Alchemist, like absolutely go read it. It's awesome. It's <laughs> it's uh it's in sort of the same genre of like fantasy with like a fraught sibling relationship at the core of it, okay. but it's also hard to talk about because they pull like an incredible twist in the first chapter that I don't want to spoil for anyone. <laughs> Okay. It's good. Everybody go read it. It's it's a little bit like it's a little bit like what if the uh what if Arakawa wrote a take on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? Huh. That is a pitch. Yeah. <laughs> well yeah. On on that incredible pitch, I think that that's gonna do it for us. <laughs> Unless you got anything else you wanted to add. No, that's it. <laughs> well uh if you want to find us god where can you find the show anymore these days marn uh you can find me i'm still on twitter i'm holding out i'm at co-host sherms uh for a little bit longer at least uh marn where are you i'm also still on twitter i'm i'm still at corpse survivors i will i i'm just going down with the ship at this point basically uh and you can find the show at argonauts pod uh otherwise you can uh if you want to message us you can do it there or you can shoot us an email we are argonauts podcast gmail.com this arg came to us through an email yours can too uh hit us up tell us a recommendation you got um Beyond that, you can support us by supporting the Moonshot Podcast Network. Uh, you can find us on Patreon, follow us on Twitch or Twitter, uh, go to Moonshot Pods or is it fucking good podcasts.com? It's good fucking podcast. Good fucking podcast.com. Uh, if you want to see our website and support our shows. <laughs> well, uh, until next time, well, that's Args, baby. Nicole was your typical hopeless romantic, moonlighting as a fanfiction writer. Claudia was a hard-headed activist with a YouTube channel and the mysterious past. When Nicole hit a deep funk in her writing, Claudia suggests one of her hidden passions, romance novels. Now the two have fallen into a world of endless handsome hunks, doe-eyed damsels, and lascivious lovers. It is now their sacred duty to rank these novels on three criteria. Their steaminess. I had to fan myself off. Their dreaminess. She's not missing anything without him, but he makes her life better. And their meaniness. Cal wouldn't be in some small town pie eating contest. That's not why he left me. <laughs> Join our heroines every other week as they overcome unhealthy relationship archetypes, thesaurus abusing authors, and anatomical inaccuracies to prove that love can conquer all. 
on the Three Little Words podcast, only on the Moonshot Network.